Hey everybody, welcome to Just the Headers. If you're unfamiliar with Just the Headers, this is the Bitcoin Podcast Network show where we give you just the headlines that happened in crypto in the past week. We know you're busy, you got a busy lifestyle, taking the kids to ballet, taking the kids to soccer practice, maybe helping your kids start their science project. You don't follow the news, but we do, and we're going to give it to you. So I am Demetric, Demetric Ferguson. I host shows, I do things. Google me, Jesse. (laughs) (laughs) That's the most egotistical thing I've ever said, I think. Google me. I wonder what happened. Yeah. Mm. Your turn. Who are you? Uh, I'm Jesse. And uh, I co-host the show Just the Headers with D. We talk about crypto news. And, That's right. And we go on rants and tangents that are pretty fun and entertaining for hopefully you guys. Jesse the man broke is in the hizzy. If you were a DJ, <laughs> would that be your DJ? That would that be your stage name? What? Jesse the man broke. I mean, I guess it would be a nickname. Are you a mask wearing DJ like Dead Mouse Dead Mouse Five, or are you a show your face kind of DJ like David Guetta? Uh, I mean, it seems like you have to hide your face to be popular. So I don't know if I want to be popular. What if you hid your face with your face, like one of those big masks? That's just your oh, face. Oh, that's that's a that's a good idea. I've seen that done though. So, but it was your face like when you had a five o'clock shadow, so it was still kind of a disguise. Oh, okay. Maybe. Maybe we could do that. Or maybe I could put your face on my face. <laughs> we I think we I could wear like a D mask. <laughs> I could do okay. I think that's borderline. That's borderline blackface and that's not blackface. That's that I'm using your head and turning it into a mask and then I'm putting it on my face. It's not blackface. That's true. It's D mask. You know what I've wondered? How's Halloween getting away with whiteface all these years? Because that's William Shatner's face. It's a mold of William Shatner's face. Uh-huh. And the mask is literally white. So you don't think William Shatner would have said, hey, like, that's whiteface, and I'm offended. Hmm. No. But what, have you ever wondered why why ghosts are white, though, and not black or yellow or any other color? I have not. Do you have some sort of insight that I haven't uh, looked into? No, 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 I don't. Oh. Just wondering. Just, just a wonder. Just a general wonder. Um, so we're going to get into the headlines, but we've been in this neat pattern of talking about food 
in our adventures in discovering new fruits and rediscovering old ones. Um, I don't know why you guys like it when we talk about fruit, but we like fruit, so... We could also we... talk about livestock. Very true. We'll, we'll venture into that, Jesse. One food, okay. one food group at a time. One food group. This, this week was star fruit week. I went out and got a star fruit, and guess what? I cut it into stars. It's pretty easy. It Since was, it's uh, already a star. Yeah. What would you call those? Longitudinal cuts or latitudinal cuts? It depends on where, how you orient the star fruit, right? You see, Jesse, that is why I love you, man. You, you <laughs> asked the right questions. I was just waiting for you to trip up. But you knew. You were like, it depends on the axis of orientation, my man. Uh, let's say the axis of orientation is the length of the star fruit and not the height or the width. So the longest distance, and let's call that the length, and that's the axis of orientation. So those would be... I still don't know how to say latitude or longitude on that. Anyways. If, are you saying the bottom, like the bottom of the fruit? Like, so the... No, the, it's like where, a the, where it connects to the... If you stuck a rod through the middle of it. Yeah. The middle of the star. So if you were to look top down, it would look like a star? If you were to look top down, it would look like a rectangular. It would look like a rectangle. If you were to look straight at it, it would so you're look not like spearing it through the you're not spearing it through the center, so that when you look at it top down, it's a star. No, well, because if you were to say? do that, then you could say that the longitudinal cuts are what create your star shaped pattern. Well. That's saying if, anyways, we're going way too into depth here about that. I cut them into stars, and it was marginally good. Um, tasted a little bitter, a little sweet. You know, kind of like life. It's a little bitter, and it's a little sweet. So, like a green grape. Oh, uh, yeah, kind of tastes like a big grape, but not a sweet grape. Okay. How about you? You you dive into the fruit game this week? No, I had some chips and salsa, and then I went to McDonald's and I got six McDoubles and some fries with cheese and bacon. Nice. Yeah. You bulking? No. That's <laughs> just. Nope. Just just wanted to go all in on Mickey D's this week. Yeah, I was supposed to get 20 chicken nuggets, but then I saw the McDoubles, and then I was, I, I just went for it. thing about a McDouble is it is delicious, but it is too small, but it's just the right size at the same time. You know, like the McGangbang? I think we talked about this before. We did not, and I don't know what a McGangbang is, but please oh, okay. do tell. Okay, it's, a, it's the chicken sandwich on the dollar menu and the McDouble, and then what you do is you put the chicken sandwich and you split the McDouble in half so that you have a patty on each, uh, each of the buns. And then you put the chicken sandwich right in the middle and then you put it back together. Oh, wow. That's a McGangbang. It's delicious. Well, if you guys in the Slack heard that, we would like for you to post pictures in the Slack of you, of you eating a McGangbang this upcoming week. And, uh, we will laugh at that. So, <laughs> 
Um, you. What's funny is we're gonna do this, and then like we're gonna really piss people off, and they're just like, "Damn, it's been ten minutes, and I haven't heard a single headline." I'm so angry. And we say to you guys, fucking relax, okay? It's been a long week. Just chill. <laughs> All, right. All right, let's get into the news. You ready? Yep. You got the weekend. Let's do it. The weekend, by the way, has a weird-ass name. That guy's name is weird. Sorry, weekend. You don't know me, I don't know you. But your name is weird. The first article by Marie Houlette has 6,977 total views, 277 shares. Norway. Anarcho-capitalist smart city adopts crypto as the sole recognized medium of exchange. Oh, oh boy. Lieberstadt, a private anarcho-capitalist city in Norway, has adopted crypto native to its blockchain-powered smart city platform as its official medium of exchange, according to a press release published on February 12th. Founded in 2015, the Lieberstad is the outcome of the Libertania project run by the nonprofit Lieberstad Drift Association, which aims to create a city society autonomous from government interference. Ooh, what a dream it is. John Toroff Holmesland, head of Lieberstad Drift AS Association, has imputed the project's inspiration to libertarian ideology and non-aggression principles, writing, We want a society where people decide over themselves and can live together without government authorities. We want a society without government coercion, blackmail, surveillance, or unnecessary violence. You think that's I want to move there. Huh? I want to move there. I just want to move there and see what it's like and then leave. I think it's the machines. I think it's a fake mythical place. And that's the start of the Matrix. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, you're really accepting of that. You didn't even fight it. But... Yeah, are you going to be Morpheus? I think I could make a good Morpheus. I could throw a kick or two, you know? Who, who would I be? Uh, I think you'd be the guy that protects um the Oracle. And we're not just doing this because those are our, <laughs> our racial affinities. We're doing this uh -huh. because it also fits our personalities, I think. Hmm. I don't want to die, though. You I'm don't sure he dies. die. You just get viralized. Yeah. I get turned into a Mr. Anderson. Yep, you do. Agent, You get turned into an Agent Smith. Mr. Anderson was Neo before he left the Matrix. Mr. Anderson. Oh, I thought that. I thought Mr. Anderson was uh, Agent Smith. The you whole are. Time. You are incorrect, sir. Okay. But notice the subtlety. He went from being an agent to Agent Smith. That's that's why he was different. He was a rogue program. Mm. That I love that series. I don't know if for all of you listening. Listen long enough, and you'll find out that I am infatuated with the, the Matrix universe. Thomas Anderson. Oh, yeah, so Mr. Anderson went from Mr. Anderson to Neo. And if you'll notice, when he first answers the phone call for Morpheus, and he bends over at the desk, if you look over his right shoulder, there's a cross. And when he comes out of the sewer and goes into the Nebuchadnezzar, 
he's being crucified, like he's being reborn. Oh, like he's wow. in the shape of a crucifix. It's deep, bro. It's real deep, but you got to watch The Matrix, all three of them. They're dope. I've seen them. Well, you got to do it again. You got you got to do it again. So I've seen them a few times. I actually watch all three and the Animatrix every year, and I've already done it this year. So mm. uh, but anyways, Seraph. That's a cool name. Yep. I'm okay with being that Asian guy. He's pretty cool. <laughs> Next, on the next article, before I start, I waste an entire episode geeking out about the Matrix. Um, Marie Holette again coming in clutch with the articles. Major crypto brokerage Coin Mama reports four hundred. Such a stupid name. Sorry, reports four hundred fifty thousand users affected by data breach. This has eight hundred. This has eight thousand three hundred ninety nine views. 281 shares this is more of a like public service announcement if you do listen to our shows and you are on coin mama there was a data breach change your passwords immediately and maybe do some swapping washing of your coins to get the you know private keys to change put them in a wallet you trust i don't know but here's a quote as of february 15th 2019 there's been no evidence of this data being used by perpetrators given the dated nature of the published data we have no reason to suspect that any other coin mama systems are compromised coin mama does not store credit card information coin mama will take care of your coins like your mama that should be their jingle That's crazy. Last, what? The breach is reportedly part of a mammoth multi-platform hack that affected 24 companies and a total of 747 million records. Ooh. Among them, gaming, travel booking, and streaming sites. Ooh. Man, if you are a centralized entity, you are getting hacked. That's one thing we have seen a pattern of. The data is currently being sold on Dream Market, a dark web marketplace where crooks sell. Yeah. So, so people are selling that data on Dream Market. We should find it. <laughs> find the, the individual selling data? the data goes. The, the individual selling the data oh. goes by the name of Gnostic Players. Why would we? What would we do with that data? They're asking for roughly four Bitcoin. That's not a lot. You get 620 million user records. Mm. You get... Grimey. Get .tt. You got Ixigo. Roll20.net. Who's... You got CoinMama. You get their email Coin. password and other information. You get YouNow live streaming. You get Stronghold Kingdoms Gaming. You get PetFlow. Pet Food Delivery Service. You can buy Coin Mamas specifically for 0.3497 Bitcoin. Mm. Huh. Well, wait, you can buy Coin Mama? You can buy the, the data that they harvested from Coin Mama for oh, okay. 0.3497 Bitcoin. There you go. If you're into that sort of thing. All right. This next article, one more, and then it's Monday. Um. 
This is another public service announcement for people like myself. The shift card is coming to a close. Um, if you use the shift card, uh, which was a debit card that was tied to your Coinbase uh, Bitcoin account, uh, you can't do that anymore because they're closing down services. I don't know why. They just said, we hope you enjoyed using the card and we thank you for your loyalty, but we aren't doing that shit anymore. No, I'm kidding. They didn't say it like that. That's unprofessional. But there's not many options left there's the BitPay Visa card um, and I think there is the Zappo debit card but I'd have to check um, it's, a, it's nothing you're one Google away just type in Bitcoin debit card and, and you will find something that works for you so alright Jess alright Tuesday on you know, Monday here we go I'm excited for the later uh, articles in the week. Mm -hmm. Ethereum client parodies Afri Shodan quits social media mid-community infighting. Mary Coulette, Twin Telegraph, 5063 uh, total views, 127 total shares. Afri Shodan, release manager at blockchain infrastructure firm Parity Technologies, has withdrawn from social media amid a spate of infighting in the Ethereum community. In a tweet posted... Spat. Oh yeah, yeah. It's one of those weird. Why is it? Words. Why is it? Why is it spelled spate? You know, it's a great question. It's a great. It question. actually is spate. It's not spat. Really? I just googled it. Yeah, it is spate. Huh. Spat is a different thing. Um, okay. Anyway, you're a fast Googler. Does Google look in your eyes? No, I just control T type real fast. Okay. In a tweet posted on February 17, Shodan stated that, quote, until further notice, notice I will no longer respond on Gitter, Skype, Discord, Slack, Wire, Twitter, and Reddit. Um, all right, cool. So he left. I don't know if anybody cares. Yeah. At least it's not as rage quitty as Michael Hearn from three, two, three years back when he was like, I'm leaving the Bitcoin project. I'm selling my Bitcoin. I am done with this. It doesn't have a future. My head hurts. I can't sleep. My coffee tastes worse. And I don't even like flowers anymore. He was so dramatic. Hmm. Alright, cool. So, next article. CFTC Commissioner Brian Quintes suggests creation of crypto self-regulatory organization. 5,508 total views, 157 total shares. Adrian Zmudzinski, Cointelegraph. It's a boy. U.S. CFTC Commissioner yeah. Brian Quintes has suggested that participants in the cryptocurrency industry should create a self-regulatory structure. Uh, Quintes made his remarks during a bipartisan policy center panel held on February 12. More precisely, Quintes said that because the CFTC's lack of crypto statutory oversight capability, he suggested that crypto quote, platforms come together to form some type of re self-regulatory structure where they can discuss, agree to, implement, and hopefully examine or audit. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah, that shit's not going down. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, CFTC. <sighs> Ain't going to happen, Gavin. SEC Commissioner Hester Pierce, who's also speaker, reiterated how confusing the current regulation in the crypto industry is. He pointed out the lack of regulation of Bitcoin market is not a reason to disapprove. And... Uh, Bitcoin exchange traded fund 
quote, there are lots of markets that aren't regulated, but we nevertheless build derivative products on top of them. That is true. Hmm. All right, cool. He here's, supports... here's something that I noticed about the picture that they used for this article. And maybe yeah. I just noticed this because I'm sensitive to this sort of thing. Okay. But the only woman has a pink dress on. And all of the black hands are wearing purple suits. <laughs> Sorry. Audience, you don't get no, this. The black hand has a pastel suit right there. Where? Which one? Top in the middle. Top right. Top right? Yeah. Oh, wait. Okay, yeah. That's a white dude in a purple suit, too. But. I think you're just. Right? just don't worry about it. Come on. I'm just saying, man. We wear more than purple. We oh look good God. in it, though. Killing me. <laughs> Killing me softly. I look good in purple. Go ahead. Go on, Jesse. Bitmain announces new 7 nanometer nanometer Bitcoin mining chip with 29% more efficiency. Mm. All right. That's Damn. as cool as you can go now, so... So Pretty what, sure that's as small as you can go? Yeah. Um, all right, going? so Jamie Redman, Bitcoin.com, 2,932 eyeballs. On February 18, mining rig manufacturing giant Bitmain Tech announced its next-generation 7-nanometer ASIC chip for mining SHA-256 cryptocurrencies like BTC and BCH. According to Bitmain, the mining chip called the BM1397 is more efficient when mining proof-of-work coins and the new chips will be installed in the latest Antminer series of devices. Have you ever had an Antminer before? Uh, no. Yeah, but... You've bought an Antminer? I didn't buy an Antminer. I bought a Queen Ant, and it turned into this awesome ant farm. Oh, my Um, God. All right, next article. It's all you. (laughs) Do you stay? I can't be asked. I can't. You don't even. You don't even want I to can't. entertain it anymore. Not even get engaged. Yeah, disengage immediately. Disengage. <laughs> Shifting to reverse. You didn't Peeling have an ant farm. You... Never mind. I'm not gonna push it. I'm not gonna push it. You. You made your statement. <laughs> I want to uh, get to the juicy articles. They're in. They're in Wednesday and right. Thursday. We're speeding up. I can tell. Actually, Tuesday. Tuesday has some juicy articles. I can tell you got to go to a pre-screening of Aladdin, so we got to speed this up. All right. That's not today, but okay. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I go see that shit, I'm gonna laugh so loud at that Will Smith. I can't. It looks so stupid. It just looks so. Dumb. I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. I I have to because Aladdin don't. was one just of my don't. favorites. Don't. Riff it's rap. not supposed Street to be Will Smith. I loved Aladdin. Oh. You didn't like Aladdin. I did, but I don't want Will Smith like to ruin Genie for me. Robin Williams is the Genie. You can't replace Robin Williams with Will Smith. I use Aladdin lines to hit on girls at the bar. Shit works. I walk up to him. I say, hey, can I buy you a drink? And they're like, maybe. And then I say, I can show you the world. And they're like, what? You ever, you ever seen uh, Emperor's New Groove? I have. I love that movie. You know Kronk? Yeah, he's a G. Right. Could you ever imagine anybody other than... What's his name? Patrick Warburton? 
to be voicing that character. Nope. Or SpongeBob. Yeah, it's like it's it's got to be him. It's like for me, Genie is Robin Williams. Like Will Smith's voice is different. Do you think they should have auto-tuned his voice to Robin Williams' voice? They actually should have. I would be okay with that. It's impossible. That would be interesting. Nah. The technology does not exist. Yeah, you can. He'd have to imitate Robin Williams. No, they have they have um they have like this this software that you can feed it a bunch of like um phonetic lines. So you could just take all of Robin Williams like I don't know, stand up and you could just feed it that and it could be able to produce a probably a pretty convincing um dub for Will Smith. You know, they would have made more money if they'd used that instead of Will Smith. They were like, we've risen his voice that would be pretty sick. from the dead. I'd be impressed. I'd I would go see the movie. Too. I'd go see it if they were able to pull that off. And then they had like a uh, really exploitive uh, Robin Williams memorial at the end of the movie to really pull on the strings. You know, like at the end of uh, Fast and Furious, when we uh-huh. all looked at Paul Walker ghost drive off into the sunset? Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, this is hitting the heart. You know, like, the concerts where they do, like, the um, it's been a long the holograms day. of, like, Michael Jackson or something? Yeah. Like dead people? That's yeah. pretty cool. Uh-huh. What are we do supposed that. to be talking about right now? Uh, we are on Tuesday, first article. It's all you. The financial firm? Yep, financial okay, firm. So, segue. Speaking of... Uh, Speaking of segues, financial firm offers almost instant, almost instantaneous loans up to thirty thousand dollars with crypto. As oh shit, this is a sponsored article. But nevertheless, it's certainly oh damn no, skip it, skip it, abort. We're gonna be reaching out to these guys for an announcement. Go ahead and save this. (laughs) (laughs) Ew! What? So dirty. I'm not dirty at all, my friend. That is that is the that is the name of the game. All right. Marie Hallette, uh three thirty whoa, thirty two thousand views. Oh, she mentioned Vitalik. That's right. There's a whole Vitalik circle Wait, jerk army. You out no, there. you skipped you skipped the second article. Coinbase acquires blockchain analytics startup Neutrino. Oh, my bad, headline police. I know. Uh, this next article is written by Hannah Berman, daughter of uh, chief scientist Stephanopoulos Berman. Uh, Coinbase acquires blockchain analytics startup Neutrino. So this is a very scary thing. You know what happened with Neutrino? Uh, I do believe that they do blockchain forensics. So... So... Um... Okay, let me let me do some hardcore googling while you, while you talk because I just want to substantiate. United say. States cryptocurrency exchange and wallet Coinbase has acquired blockchain intelligence startup Neutrino. Coinbase revealed that the company will continue to operate as a standalone business in its London office. The amount of the contract has not been disclosed. The U.S. exchange believes the blockchain intelligence will contribute to creating open and protected financial system. The company expects Neutrino to help Coinbase prevent theft of funds, investigate hacks and ransomware attacks, and identify suspicious transactions. 
Moreover, the exchange hints that the acquisition will help to add more cryptocurrencies and features to its services, assisting Coinbase in complying with the current laws and regulations. Earlier this year, Coinbase announced that it had acquired Andreessen Horowitz backed tech startup Blockspring. The startup produces tools that enable developers to automatically gather and process information from application programming interfaces, or APIs. In January, the exchange added resources from customers in the U.S. to claim crypto traders on their taxes. Uh, so, um, Neutrino is tracking all of your crypto activity through Coinbase. Congratulations, Coinbase. Oh, no. I'm trying to build a character yeah. that makes blockchain and crypto fun and approachable like the Bill Nye of blockchain and crypto but he's totally fake but he's kind of like just a I'll t never mind sorry I was going you want to build that yeah like I want to have a character it's like a fun loving guy like hey let's talk some crypto alright you know what that's I mean? like, like Andreas right well no Andreas is a person like a real person I want to be a a fake person. Yeah, Bill Nye's a real person. Yeah, but he's okay. So this is good. Like, like Corey could Corey could do it, right? Yeah, but Corey's a little robotic in his delivery. I I would like he's so is Bill he Nye. Be... Bill Nye's not robotic. Bill Nye is a fucking American legend. How dare you? Bill Nye is more like Corey than he is like you. Well, that's just because he's white, right? That's a race thing. That's I'm not talking about color of his skin. <laughs> I want to be I want to be 100% on that. I'm not okay. I understand. You're more you like uh, you're more like Steve Irwin in my mind of like crypto. Oh, I love that. I've I've watched so much Crocodile Hunter. But anyways, yeah. Like by the way, his son's really picking up the torch. Yes. Someone, uh, Jimmy Fallon. His daughter, however, lost focus. She got in deep with this guy, and she just stopped caring about crocodiles. Oh, no. Disappointed. Next article. Vitalik discloses that, hey, I have other money outside of Ether. And this was uh -oh. big news. Ethereum co-founder Vitalik. What? Oh, here. It says down here. Okay, yeah. He disclosed that his crypto investments are virtually exclusively devoted to the Ethereum network. Uh, and a post established to ask ask me anything. Oh, sorry. What? Wait a second. The, the headline doesn't match with that just read. Wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It does. It does. Okay. Yeah. In Buterin's summary, his total holdings of non-Ethereum ecosystem tokens compromising Bitcoin, Cash, Bitcoin, Dogecoin, Zcash account for less than 10% of the value of his Ethereum holdings. A further set of non-ETH ecosystem tokens comprised of Kyber, Omisego, Maker, and Augur are similarly reported collectively worth less than 10% of Buterin's. Holding. So this is just an article that says, like, hey, if you want to play the game like Vitalik Buterin, these are the things he's holding. That's it. 
Except he probably got his for free. Yes, he brought... I wouldn't say free. He donated thoughts, donated time and effort towards some sort of research team. I know he worked closely with the Misego and Kyber, Augur, when they first started. All of these he's worked really closely with. Augur. um, Augur was one of the very first Ethereum-based tokens. Uh, Mm. Augur's been around for years, like um, five years now. So... um, we had the original CMO of Augur on on the Bitcoin podcast about five years ago. So sorry, mm-hmm. about four four and a half years ago. So yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. So if you want to play the game like Vitalik, rewind this podcast forty five seconds, go back and listen to what I said. Place your bets and sleep soundly at night. Jesse, it's your turn. Wednesday, let's go. What if Vitalik overtakes Bezos? Um, no way to do that I, I now like with those Bezos has... dick pics floating around. Oh, Bezos mm-hmm. is a legend now. He's he's in it. He's in the lore. Once everybody lore. finds out you've got dingling photos out there, that's it. Gaben, huh? I wonder what happened to Gaben. He stays Gaben? pretty silent. Who's Gaben? Gaben, Gabe Newell. He owns Valve. Who owns Steam? Oh, who owns? Right. You know, yeah. yeah. The guy that never releases new video games. He's probably a billionaire, and he has like Steam Marketplace accepted crypto for a bit. Yeah. Then they stop. Yeah. He's mm. he's easily a billionaire. At least, or if he's not there, he's really close. Gaben Network. Oh yeah, here five point five billion. Woo. Yeah. Off of video games. Take that, Dad. Major cryptocurrencies see green while U.S. crude futures hit new high for 2019. And oh, Alexander, we talking price? This is price. Telegraph. Huh? No. Oh. Uh, not entirely. This has to do with um, with uh, crypto following crude oil prices. Um, so in oil markets, West Texas Intermediate Futures hit a new high for 2019, up 1.5% at 56.92 cents per barrel, while Brent crude futures rose 63 cents or 1% to $67.08 per barrel in the middle of the day. So we're trying to compare crude oil prices to the crypto market? Comparing the movement of crude oil to the to the market because of maybe associated energy costs. Interesting. Does it say that in the article or you just said that like No, I'm just saying that because I'm just assuming. That, I mean that's what that's what the writer of the article is getting you to at least the conclusion that I assume that they're trying to go you towards. Mm, maybe not, I like but that. maybe. What you should do is you should you should do like a chart with like energy, like um, energy derivative prices, and or maybe or or just maybe like you know um, fossil fuel prices, like or specifically just crude oil, and then. Stack that against like the memory pool, and then see what you get. 
mm. for charting for charting. Um, I hope you guys in the audience are listening to these dimes that are being dropped by our quarterback here, Jesse. Saw the man broke. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, Jesse. Uh, I almost had a different last name there. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I wasn't sure if you wanted your last name out there, even though it would be hard to find, but I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, that would be difficult to find. Yeah. All right, cool. So that's what's happening. Uh, I'm curious if anybody wants to go do that. Yeah, you no. guys should do that. I know our Slack is pe- perfectly capable. Go and make a chart that charts those things that Jesse just said. Rewind 30 seconds and make it happen. I'm not going to do right. it. Next article. All right. Second article for Wednesday. Mark Zuckerberg considers blockchain authorization of data in recent interview. 5877 total views, 330 total shares. And Alexander Cointelegraph. Mark Zuckerberg is now considering or has considered the ramifications of blockchain-based authorization of user data during an interview with Harvard Law Professor Jonathan Zittrain on February 20. He mentioned that he was considering a potential blockchain use case by which users could have control over their data, basically adding, adding, quote, basically, you take your information, you store it in some decentralized system, and you have the choice to log into places without going through an intermediary. He noted that while, quote, relatively computationally intensive, um, the basically the, the that issue could be overcome, uh, but there are also moral implications. Mm. Mm. Let me tell you something. I kind of want Facebook to stay away from blockchain. <laughs> Facebook coin, you know the adoption would be. Yeah, I mean, people were already talking about it in yeah. in the last Saturday. Um, uh, what do you call that? Your roundtable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that was already an idea, so I threw up. It's just such a creepy thing. That'd be awesome. He's so excited. Facebook. It would give me a reason to actually use it. Past being sexy, and now it's a succubus. You know what I mean? Like. What Facebook is able to do with how much data they have is just it's historically prevalent. Like it it the amount of data mining and data analysis they do on a second by second basis is is phenomenal. It's so phenomenal and so sexy that now it's evil, like a succubus or an incubus, and it can't be trusted. Succubus. Succubus? Succubus. Oh my goodness, this is dangerous. Like last article for Wednesday. I'm pretty sure Facebook is gonna go to crypto. It's just oh, it, are they gonna make their own stable coin or are they going to stable coin? Definitely a stable coin. Yeah. Are you buying it? Um I don't have any stable coins right now. I thought you had Binance. No, I don't even have a Binance account. I don't trade on Binance. Oh. oh. All right. Well, last article for Wednesday, Gareth Jerk. I thought it was like Gareth. No, just kidding. All right. Gareth Jenkinson. Gareth first Jenkinson. pension fund. Investing in crypto. A sign of things to come? Question mark. 4,087 total views, 280 total shares. Cointelegraph.com. 
Positive move, moves are being made for investor sentiment in the cryptocurrency space despite a year-long bear market. This comes... All right, so whatever. So let's see what <laughs> um, Here. Uh, Fairfax County's Retirement Systems, FCRS, in the state of Virginia. Uh, looks like cryptocurrency investment firm Morgan Creek Digital held... Oh, all right. Manages over a billion in assets. Anthony Pompliano is its founder. Looks like... The only thing that's standing out to me in this article is where it says Bitcoin is a non-correlated asset with an asymmetric return profile. This is the holy grail for an institutional investor. And it's like, no shit, Sherlock. We've been saying that for like eight years. What the fuck? Like, give me your seven. So the retirements, so the FCRS, FCRS employees retirement system contributed $10 million to that fund. Word? So this is like a, I don't know. Just never mind. I'm not gonna say anything. But yeah. What do you mean? All right. Say it, Jesse. No, it's okay. Just, just whatever. Um, in October, financial services giant Morgan Stanley went as far as releasing a report that labeled cryptocurrencies as a new institutional investment class. Oh wow. Okay. What? Why do you sound so sad about this? You're like. I don't know. Happy about it at all. I, you know what? Actually, I was trying to look into um, to playing around with my 401k and then investing uh, in a crypto. And I called. Um, well, I talked to my friend who's a CPA, but I guess he's not a CPA, uh, like a tax consultant CPA anymore. Does something different. Anyway, long story short. I have to talk to a difference to, to, to a CPA, a tax CPA, and then ask them if I can do what I'm going to try and do just for fun. Um, but yeah, it didn't, it didn't go well. I thought it was going to be easier than it was. Cause it seems like everybody wants like at least a couple thousand in order to set up an LLC for you just to do all the paperwork so that you can play around with your 401k in a self-directed IRA or something. Yeah, that's what I heard. I think certain some companies work with companies that have like partnerships that allow you to play around with your 401k by yourself. But it really depends. Yeah, because most of them want to be or not want to. They they give you they t- they take you down the route where they become the custodian to some degree. You can control your assets, but like legally, they are the quote custodian of your LLC for self-directed no solo 401k account or something like that. But uh, yeah, don't quote me on that. I'm just asking around, starting to ask around random questions to people. It's because I'm curious. Okay. Um, I do know that when I worked for Lowe's, I worked for Lowe's for seven years. It was great. Um, ended up doing things that weren't Lowe's specific. Anyways, long story straight, I could control my, long story short, I could control my 401k. Like I could go in and change what I invested in and whatnot. It was pretty awesome. So. Yeah, but can you like take so so the way I'm talking about is I can open up an institutional account on like let's say Coinbase for example, and then I literally take the full amount of my 401k, withdraw it as a check, and then dump it into like Coinbase, and I can specifically buy whatever crypto I want to buy. You can't do that without a fee. 
there's a fee associated with that and taxes as well. No, there are, there is no fee or taxes. Look, like, are you talking about taxes for extracting your 401k? Because there aren't any. What do you mean? You can't just... That's what I'm talking about. This is what I'm looking into. And I know it's possible. I just need to... Dude, if you, if you turn your 401k into a check and you want to put it into something else, there's a fee associated with that. There's a, And taxes as well. No, it's it's still it's still a 401k account. You can roll it over without being taxed on it. You're talking about a rollover, and there's different legalities involved with that, and Coinbase is not set up for that. But I bet you they're trying to be. Coinbase is set up for that. So I'll I can I can I can show you what I've dug up so far. You cannot roll um, over your 401k into Coinbase. into a self-directed IRA or into a solo 401k account under your own LLC. Yes, you can. I'm making a sideways face right now because I do not believe you, but I trust you with I trust you more than I trusted some friends I've had my whole life. So, well, the the proof will be like I I get it done right, and then yeah, just so. I think this should be a continuing story, and this should be something that instead of us talking about fruit one week, uh, we talk about <laughs> how you actually rolled over your 401k into crypto. That would be kind of cool. Um. I tell you what, though, um, we may move away from that. I want to do, I want to talk about chili one day because I've made some bomb ass chili recipes in the past. Yeah, and it's cold right now, so I kind of want some chili. Yeah. Oh man, have you ever had sweet potato in your chili? No, I have not. It I really go get some chicken nuggets. Though. Say what? I really want some spicy chicken nuggets though right now. Oh man, we're getting hungry. That's that's when you know it's about time to wrap this shit up. It's a good time we're on Thursday's news. So speaking of Thursday's news, Helen Parts writes Quadriga CX transfers the remaining crypto to Big Four auditor Ernst and Young. Wait a second. Oh boy. Canada's now offline Quadriga CX cryptocurrency exchange has sent its remaining crypto assets from its hot wallets to Big Four auditing firm Ernst and Young. According to the official report Ernst & Young published on February 20th, according to Ernst & Young, second report of the monitor, Quadrigo, Quadriga CX transferred almost all its online crypto to the auditor following initial testing arrangements, which means they sent dust transactions to see if it was the right address. Why don't they just say that? The transferred amount included 51 BTC, 952 Ether, 822 Litecoin, 33 Bitcoin Cash, and 2,033 Bitcoin Gold, a sum worth nearly $410,000 at the time this article came out. That's all they have left? That's all they had left. Jesus. Yes. Lost Millions had 100000 left. Oh my gosh. Oh my this God. is going to get ugly. Oof. Sorry guys. Yeah. I if you use Quadriga, I apologize to you. And I hate to beat a dead drum, but you know what they say. If you don't have the private keys, you don't have the crypto. I'm scared. Ouch, 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 ouch. ouch. Scared. Scared for what? All the money I have on Coinbase. I'm just... 
you better get that shit off there and get on Ledger Blue, man. All right. No, what's my yeah? It's a, it's a... Anna Berman writes. UK auction house to sell off 430,000 in crypto confiscated by the Belgian police. It says 2058 views. No biggie here. This happens. Governments don't want to hold crypto, so they auction it off and make a little bit of money off of it. Um, they get confiscated crypto when they, you know, bust in on a hacker. And the hacker's like, whoa, what are you doing? I'm just, I just play Fortnite. And they're like, no, you don't, you bitch. You hack shit. And we're here to take you down. And so then they take him down. And, and they get his crypto. And then they sell it to the public. Hmm. Excuse me, Apex Legends, not not Fortnite. That's new new hotness. New hotness. Um, Last article. Of the week, because you know we don't Ooh. do Friday news, because that's zero confirmation news. Okay. Um, Kevin Helms writes with 1,786 views. Uh, big, big banks money laundering. UBS fined 4.2 million dollars. Billion. 4.2 billion dollars. Donsky shuts down in four countries. Money laundering scandals involving some of the world's largest banks have grown this week. Switzerland's largest bank, UBS, has been fined 3.7 billion euros, which is 4.2 billion dollars for 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 money laundering, amid a 226 billion. That is a lot of money. Excuse me. Yeah. 226 billion dollar scandal. <laughs> oh my god. Cryptos. I guess cryptos that bad, right? Um. Wait, wait, just let me wrap my head around that. A bank is in the middle of a $226 billion scandal? Yeah. That is fucking insanity. Okay, the Donsk Bank is also shutting down in three other countries, including Russia. Wow, so this basically makes the Quadriga CX scandal look like, I don't know, popcorn at a movie theater? $226 billion? Okay, the Paris court convicted Zurich-based UBS AG on Wednesday of aggravated money laundering of the proceeds of tax fraud and illegal... Wow. Money laundering from the proceeds of tax fraud and illegal, illegal bank soliciting issuing that French media called a record fine. The French prosecutors allege that the bank sentenced banks, bankers to sporting events and concerts to solicit clients and then launder the proceeds. The assets illegally canceled by French clients in Switzerland in 2004, 2012, allegedly amounted to some 10 billion euros. So Donsky or Dansky? How do you say that? I think it's Donsky. Donsky. Um, the publication added that the court ordered exceptional criminal fines of 3.7 billion euros, which is about 14, 4.2 billion, uh, dollars. So let's read another quote. UBS was systematic in its support of tax evading customers and that the laundering of the proceeds from the tax fraud was done on an industrial scale. So, looks like 
Russia. Russia funneled $5.8 billion through uh, Swedbank in addition to, mm-hmm. uh, well, Swedbank specifically. And then US of this, USD $26 million is linked to Russian tax fraud. So basically some Russian oligarch is using Swedbank and Dansk Bank to launder money. And they've been doing it for 10 years apparently, so from 2007 to 2015. This is Russia. 2014. Yeah, some or... 10 years, but Danske Bank was used from 2007 to 2014, and then Swede Bank was used from 2007 to 2015. But yeah, this is just like really rich oligarchs buying up banks and then using them for money laundering. So Russia... Russia's wrong. Like, you know, what Texas bank did uh, the Sinaloan cartel own? They owned... bank oh they used wachovia mm-hmm. they used wachovia transfer of 378.4 billion dollars and wells fargo so wells fargo was acquired or sorry wachovia was acquired by wells fargo during the 2008 crash but yeah wachovia was used as a as a money as a, as a bank for money laundering by the Sinaloan cartel for hundreds of billions. So, yeah. I mean, banks are dirty. Everybody's dirty at the top. Right? We uh, gotta wrap this up. Um, play Apex Legends. Yeah, Jesse. Jesse's going to play Apex Legends, and I'm, I'm gonna chillax. But, so we like to hit you guys with the fact that banks do really dirty things. And any crypto scandal is like a fraction of a banking scandal. $226 billion is a lot of money. So, anyways, guys, um, play the outro.